0: Welcome to the DMs Book Club, a book club podcast where we talk about some Dungeons and Dragons and discuss how we might include it in our role playing campaigns. Uh, with me, as always, is Hamilton. Hello. Hello, Hamilton. Hello. Hello. Yes, it's a slightly more impromptu one because I am in a different space. Uh, so are. if you can hear the. <laughs> yes, I am in my childhood bedroom. Uh, Hamilton to see some various toys. At the back, uh, I think that's a, yes. a, a T-Y over there. Uh, a ty, oh,
1: like a, um, a Beanie, Beanie Baby. Baby. Yeah. yeah, I always call them ty's, And a few other bits and pieces. Thankfully, you can't see all the other guff <laughs> there. Is that because it sounds slightly cooler than Beanie Baby? <laughs> Is that why oh, you call it? I, I that? was
0: always cooler than... Uh, uh, no, at all. Uh, How are <laughs> you doing, Hamilton? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> good, <laughs> I think. You think? We've been having some exciting chats recently, and I've probably got myself all over excited about things, but... Uh, no it's classic Hamilton like in the worlds of the the D's and D's and the TTRPGs and everything like that I think it's mm. been a pretty good forcing some bowers at the moment which is exciting mm. I'm yeah. hearing that some Blade Runner is being some edited so that's exciting
0: very exciting
1: it is Warhammer stuff so that's been exciting and I could get higher and higher and higher but it's all getting exciting so yeah <laughs> And we got we got pirate Borg next week as well, so I've got lots of things going on. So I'm quite yeah happy place TT RPG wise. What about you? We're
0: doing really good in t- tabletop stuff in general. Yeah, because I've been getting on with my too long didn't read tabletop RPG series, yeah, which has been quite yeah. fun weirdly starting to have some comments on some of those things which have been very positive comments because some i basically i wasn't mm. expecting any comments because obviously why would anyone comment on the a live stream that's just gone but uh, people seem yeah. to be interested which is quite nice and yeah i've got some games coming up. obviously a uh, time of recording uh, i've got the first episode of the alien campaign happening on thursday yeah so, season two
1: any season nominated two. But, Crit award well, nomination. Crit award nomination. Yeah,
0: no. Yeah, sorry. Any award is for our other friends. <laughs> His other friends. Your
1: Crit award. Sorry, I forget I, which I awards my it's... friends have oh, all got, where I have got uh, none. By the way, no, no awards for me
0: none yet. Well, but Bowie isn't out yet, is it? So, that's all I'm yeah. Saying.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll we might see, get yeah. like World Stupidest Idea Award <laughs> Not true. Not true.
0: But as you said, it's been a very exciting time or interesting time in the D and D space because we now, in what I would call uh, almost like a book a month, stuff. Yeah. stuff, so stuff that was all sort of announced last year, is mm. now sort of being is coming out. So obviously, finally, finally. So obviously, we've got uh, Bigby's uh, Giants book coming out uh, next month. We've mm-hmm. got Pandel there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got the Book of Many Things, which we talk about. But today, we thought we'd just we'd just have a check-in and chat because obviously, the one that we're sort of more excited for, or not more most excited for i think is the planescape box set which has finally been sort of announced that it's coming mm. out uh october i believe um and yeah. it's a very similar box set to uh spell so i we thought we'd have a quick chat about it and what we what our hopes for it what we're liking from the very very tiny little bit of sort of teaser text they've been giving us I yeah, thought, yeah, we just chat about that
1: really. Well, exactly. Well, as everyone on this show knows, that I'm a massive fan of Planescape and I've been waiting for it to come back since they said we're bringing something new back, which turned out to be Spelljammer over two mm-hmm. years ago. I think that we saw those reveals. Uh, but when it was revealed last year, very excited. We've all obviously done the realms, the outer realms, and Outlands yeah. is coming soon, and our Sigil one is coming soon, which is in good time because i uh, yeah. can't believe it <laughs> because we finally get around to it being on time by it being like a year we started recording those in january 2022 which 2022. is
0: i can't believe it absolutely can't believe it um I, even before planescape this box set yeah. was even announced or even thought about we we were doing it because it was sort of you going yeah. let's do this and then yeah we feel, we feel very current, which is lovely. <laughs>
1: exactly. Finally, we were ahead of the time and now current. We've it. Kind of, yay! It's interesting. The thing that I've noticed different from the announcement was mm. the fact that they had a very cool, like, blue um, eighty sort of line gradient image for Planescape, but they've sort of got rid of that. The mm. alt cover is very cool, but is much more like a mechanical golden mm. clockworky, which I'm a bit... It's kind of... Yeah, it's a bit like gothic... Runescapey, I guess, sort of look to it. I don't know mm. what to call it. I don't know. But I I love the new art style. It is still the Tyralitzi, which is awesome. Yes. But I love how he's brought a new spin on it still. And his art style has become has grown because he did the Spider Chronicles, which I didn't know. And mm. a lot of people are big fans of those. And I think his art style sort of developed through that. But the main front cover is very cool because it's both them, Lady of Pain, but Lady of Pain striking a pose in her blade, sort of stone face mask blade face look which Mm. is super cool.
0: Again, obviously we know it because
1: we've done Sigil Mm -hmm. now as part of our
0: travel book club, but actually obviously it's in sigil itself and you can see it's part of the ring. Yeah, you can up.
1: see that on the Yeah, you don't see that on the front cover, weirdly. You just see it sort of slightly disappear and then clouds. But then on the sigil and outlands book, you get the the halo. That, yeah, that's what thing. I'm looking
0: at just now. Yeah. So I was excited that's that for me, I know which is such a Minor thing, but if, obviously if you don't know anything about Planescape, this idea that obviously having the, it basically a ring, we described it in our episode, which is out on Dragon just now, but obviously will be out on our channels uh, shortly, is, is a donut. The inside of a donut is where Sigil is or inside of a tire. Mm. So that's why I saw it. I was at uh, this Sigils and Outlands uh, cover. I was like, oh, I know what that is. <laughs> like a little nerd yeah. sort of looking at it. But it's, it's incredibly striking it in general. And Seriously. as you said, it's got the original uh, illustrator coming back. And yeah. doing their new designs and stuff like that, and I, the same with the alt covers as well, uh, yeah. using that. So, and I think that was really good because obviously I know there's a tendency to keep using Hydro Seventy Four, which is fine. Like I, yeah. I quite like their work, but it's I think for this it makes sense that you want you want the sort of the old feels of the place get updated mm-hmm. for a modern audience, and so I have working within that style.
1: I think alt covers should be unique and not have the same artist unless the artist is really versatile mm-hmm. which I think Hydra has a, a level of versatility but I think the strength would come if they could literally say hey each alt cover's done by a really great artist like they've got so many MTG artists on the mm-hmm. books who are all mm-hmm. really talented on top of d and ones and I think it, I think mm-hmm. like the, the three books when they redid the white cover um, multiverse books, beautiful covers, love those, yeah. completely different styling and stuff. So Those
0: felt like um, uh, art books that you put out on a, a coffee exactly. table, didn't they? 100%, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah the maps I found is the same artist who did the Dragonlance maps. I was going to
0: say, because yeah, we're currently reading through Dragonlance for another episode at the data point, And I could see the similarities, even though yeah. the images that you shared in our discord, I was like, oh, enhanced!" <laughs> My eyes yeah. are so small.
1: <laughs> I can find their name because it will upset me if I don't mention them because I, I had a brief interaction with them. So I, was, I thought they would, I thought it was Devon Rue because I had, yes. I don't know. I had a feeling that was sort of her style, but they've, um, But she
0: confirmed not. So, yeah, for those people who don't know, Devon Roo is sort of uh, a famous sort of fantasy cartographer, she's she does commissions and stuff like that but she's well known for doing the critical role maps of Taldore and yeah. uh, uh Wild Mounts and, and The, the Wild, Wild, Wild Mount ones, exactly,
1: which I think are beautiful. And uh, I thought like she has a real um quality of style I I but hers is definitely much more like cartographic I'd say than yeah. these ones, which are much more sort of picturesque I'd say. And yes, the, they look very it's colorful, the borders they? which like the Ancelon one in the Dragonlance one, that border. You know the borders here with the knights and the dragon heads all coming out of the sides and yeah. yeah absolutely in love and the planescape outlands one is stunning and also the sigil one because it's a really great sigil one from the previous mm. one but this one the way that it's like enhanced enhanced all the big uh buildings again but with new designs because um some of them are my favorite building designs as an architect i love to do a piece just on like the mortuary is this cool like dome mm, with these big blades coming them. out yeah yeah, the Great Foundry looks great in this new one. Uh, the Gymnasium's got a new sort of cruciform style to it, which actually looks quite interesting. So I'm really eager to see that, it, you know, from the book, it, it, all this art and stuff is going into it, which is just great already. Mm-hmm. And from what it, I read in the, in the document, I'm actually looking at the Bell of Lost Souls as a way to get mm-hmm. some information on it. But it states that each of the 12 factions will be mentioned with their ideologies mm. and stuff so i'm hoping that all of those buildings again are given maps as well because i think if you're mm. going to if you're going to be adventuring in planescape and particularly if they're focusing on sigil factions play such a big role in that and i am mm-hmm. just so hoping and i'm assuming they will that they give each of those factions due time and credit within the very limited page numbers they have for that
0: book yes So, what you get uh, Mm -hmm. in Planescape Adventures uh, in the Multiverse is a free book, sort of slipcase, includes two. 96 pages uh, mm-hmm. a book and one 64 page book a dm screen and the poster map as you described which is double-sided mm. so the books you get are sigils and the outlands, which offers a detailed campaign information that serves as introduction to the site setting mm. offering backgrounds on the lore history npcs and locations and offers new rules and player options then you have mort's planar parade which is basically the monster manual for the new Planescape setting detailing yep. various creatures that inhabit the city of Sigil, and the nearby regions.
1: 50 unusual creatures, uh, as it states, which is quite exciting, including that is quite exciting. a time dragon, which I am quite cool. You're like, tick, 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 what is that? question mark? And it says, including Plano incarnate's hierarch modrons, I'm assuming the whole hierarch of the modrons, and TIE dragons <sighs> in the Encounter Builder. Interesting.
0: Don't know what that means, but that sounds. It obviously sounds it says curious. face
1: within the so it obviously has a new encounter builder built Which into it. Which will probably be it. in the
0: new rules, yeah. Yeah,
1: so I'm quite interested to see what how that works because I wonder if they yeah. are going to be putting that towards it as you said in the new rules.
0: And then finally, we have a 96-page adventure designed to introduce new players to the world of Planescape. It finds mm-hmm. the players forced to uncover the mystery behind a glitch in reality of the multiverse, with much of the action taking place in the Outlands. Hmm. which is very interesting now something that you said to me and i was trying to find actual information on it so i believe this adventure is is levels three to ten and then 17. yeah and i'm like
1: what so supposedly there's going to be a jump there's a point in time where you will jump to level 17 at some point which I'm assuming, based on this time traveling glitch in the universe, it's going to be something to do. I imagine you meet your future selves, or you embody your future selves. Mm. I don't know. They obviously were watching Dragon's Jewel. <laughs> yeah, they were obviously watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, we jumped to twenty. No, I'm just uh, no. But like, I think that's really cool. I think giving a players a chance to do it. Maybe I imagine maybe the final boss fight you bump to 17 for it or it's going to be somewhere in the middle where you bump to 17 but it, it would be kind of fun if it's like yeah. it's what I was going to do with the, the the Shattered Realm one was that everyone was going to get to level 10 and then the two groups were going to join together and then they would absorb one another's powers and become multi-class level 20s and I think that would be fun. Uh, And I think maybe except for like the final god-like boss fight, because then you can do that fight. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to get all the way to 20. You can just do this, and now the gods give you power, ultimate power. And you just you have your boss level your own boss level to fight the boss interesting
0: with. no i'll be very curious because again as i've said on this podcast several times i want to see a high level adventure mm. and i think this is interesting because obviously it is for me it's a low level one and then sneakily they put in a yeah a level 17 um yeah I, I mean i'm always curious to how this works and it sounds like yeah if it's like a jump and then maybe a couple of other one shots like mm. you're like oh you've been adventuring for a little time and then here's some more plot hooks that are
1: a yeah. higher level. I would suggest as well that like it, it level three to ten in the outlands sounds like to go any of the planes as we well know, going at anything lower than ten, you're probably not gonna do a lot. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're dead on a general, like you know, unless yeah, you're no. going to like even if you're going to the nice, like happy go lucky ones, there's still something can just befall you at any time, you piss off an angel or something like that.
0: Like you said, it's not necessarily the inhabitants of the other planes, it's the planes itself, like you, yeah. you're going to Limbo
1: or... You end up in Elysium and find yourself in that middle plane where they've trapped all the horrible uh, like evil creatures and so you're just like, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. oh fuck, <laughs> I'm in a <sighs> bog with all these tessel hydras and, and dragons. With yeah. yeah, so I think what people if I was going to be like saying, hey you, you want to make content for Dungeons and dragons uh instead Mm -hmm. of telling wizards what to do is that creating level 10 to 15 adventures for people in all of the planes would be the next stop i would suggest like yeah level 10 to 15 the abyss or plane hopping one would be really am i right in thinking that the dungeon of the mad mage is levels Levels qua? What is it? Levels 10 to fit 20? Is it levels? Uh,
0: Yeah, it's 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 basically the one straight after Dragon Heist. Yeah. So Dragon Heist, I think you were saying, goes up to level five at least. Yeah. So it, it takes off from there and then continues all the way up. As you see that you play them mm. in tandem.
1: Fifth to 20th level. Yeah. So I think if they made a Planescape game, like a secondary follow-up to it that was... 10 to 20 or 10 to 15 would be really great mm-hmm. but I think that's what people if people want to create content I think making a compendium of you know 10 to mm. levels like campaign for 10 to 15 would be really useful I think
0: well I wonder uh, one thing that's sort of come upon the forums and stuff just looking at it so I wonder if they're going to produce a free adventure like they did with Spelljammer, which is going to be levels 1 to 2 and 3, to sort mm. of introduce players to the setting that's set in situ, and then do a sort of quick release as a build-up. But again, mm. I don't know, I, I, you know, we spoke about it and uh, you know, when we did our Spelljammer review, and uh, we thought it was a very good idea, because it's quite mm. a nice little, here's a taster, in case you're not sure. And interestingly, a lot of people on what I was reading were like, oh, well, don't do the pre-order yet, see what it's like when it comes out, because mm. people weren't keen, as we sort of discussed about Spelljammer in general, like we enjoyed quite a bit of it, but it felt like things were missing or it didn't feel like enough. But we were also spoiled by the fact that we went back and read quite a lot of Spelljammer
1: before. Yeah. As someone who's run a Spelljammer campaign using the 5e rules, I actually think for what I made, you know, we did 15 sessions sort of campaigns. I don't know what that is. It's a very mini campaign, but it's still something. And we took it with levels... 10 to 15 is what we did mm-hmm. and i felt that the rule set and everything that came with it was good but i felt it lacked like you realize those ships for example don't level with you they're quite an interesting thing and i think that there's so many things that you i would like i had to create beyond it to add to it mm-hmm. to make it something that that i think like all they offered you was background information there was an adventure which we didn't use but i think the sort of campaign book I think should have been twice as long and had so much more like what you can do with your ship. These ships mm-hmm. need to be able to level more places to explore. Cause I think just the rock of brawl is not enough for no. a campaign setting. Yes, no. you can go to any world in crin space and all these things, but like at least having the Spelljammer as another oh. location, but having a number <laughs> yeah, but having a number of places to go because we made up some, you know, I made up Star City and stuff like that and made up other fant- like weird, wonderful places to go. I felt that that was something that was lacking. Whilst uh, it looks like in this, Sigil and Outlands gives you a lot. You know, you've got Sigil, which is a big city and you can, we've talked about yeah. Urban Adventures and I think, you know, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, you can, as we said, you can have infinite time in Waterdeep, like you can play Grand Theft Auto infinitely because it's a city. Mm-hmm. And the game sort of presents presents that, but Brawl is it doesn't work with Spelljammer because Spelljammer is about going to space and to other spacing, places. right, and going yeah. to loads of different places. So having five smaller cities would have been better than one big one.
0: Or even having like we've said this before, but in the the uh, original Spelljammer setting, there are rules for creating your own planet yeah. like on the fly, and there was nothing like that in the new Spelljammer. But like, because yeah. obviously we love tables, tables every with the table but there's no like oh what could we go to yeah has a quick yeah. sort
1: of what's it's exactly. like what's it's uh, key like have like 10 sort of like focuses oh this one's a mm. is like a foundry city or this one is a city focused on trade or this is a city mm. focused on like pleasure like a holiday destination one do you know what i mean yeah. and, and they could mm. have done things like that it's
0: giving you those prompts to help you yeah. out you know yeah but i think you're right i think with the sigil and outlands book uh already it's a a slightly bigger page count so that that yeah. builds me a little bit like okay there's they've probably got had to put quite a lot mm. in there and maybe that there because like, it says uh, again looking on the actual D store it talks about like the character options details of the yes. fantastic city of doors which is the sigil yep. descriptions of the outlands and the gate towns that lead the outer planes so the gate thinking, towns are
1: great as well and that's yeah. a load of good stuff to sort of give you a primer as we've always exactly. said like those gate downs are a great primer for for any of the the other planes mm. but I just wish they made more books because I like... I just <laughs> I want more. Yeah, because I look at, like, Games Workshop and go, too many damn books. And I look at Wizards and go, not enough books because <laughs> you just know they're not going to sit there and go... They're not going to make The Guide to the Outer Planes. They're not going to read... And yeah. I just don't even know why they don't just literally, Fiona, just take the second edition book, right? Yeah. Reprint it. <laughs> like, you don't even need to change the, like... Hardly it would take. I I imagine a mid-level person designer to go through any of those books a month to go through mm-hmm. one of those books and literally copy paste the text. Covered someone doing all the graphic design to make it fit with their template and mm-hmm. literally saying, Dave, all right, copy that for five e. Copy you know and literally just,
0: replace or
1: yeah yeah exactly replace. Make CRs correct instead of Thaco and all that stuff or ACs and you'll be like done. Like yeah. the the writing is really modern. I think it, it I think we've mm-hmm. you know, we're going there there are things that need to be sorted, but I think comparative to other books, I think it's very uh progressive as an ideology. And I think the way that it works kind of works really well. So I think that's not it's not like Al or something like that where you you just can't bring it, you know, it's just not dark sun or dark sun or, or, anything or anything sun, like something that. like that. Yeah. It's literally a really greatly very positively written, I think, uh, on the whole book series. Why mm. that's probably why I love it a lot.
0: Because I wonder if there is issues with copyright and reprinting and all that sort of thing. So maybe that's like, similar to the Spelljammer okay. stuff. Obviously, there was all that sort of business of like we've not involved the original. I uh, mean like Dragonlance? In it. Uh, Dragonlance, but also uh, but was it not Spelljammer as well? Was that not being? Oh, yeah, did they? Okay. So that's the only thing I'd say. Like, it's one of those shitty business things, whereas we think it's really
1: easy, but I wonder if there's lots of. They can do Sigil now. I I don't know. They own the planes, they've written paragraphs on all of them. I just think, even if it was like, hey, we're going to bring out a digital only. 96 mm. page guide to the outer planes would be really lovely to know that that's coming as a like, mm. I'm assuming it will probably be dependent on how it sells. I think just going on the love that has been around for Planescape throughout, mm. like throughout my time being back in the d and scene, there is a lot of love for it from those old days yeah. more, I think than Spelljammer and Dragonlance combined, mm-hmm. even in some ways, the amount of I've seen people doing Planescape based adventures before yeah. this has come out but I hope that this will sell well enough
0: I mean it's very zeitgeist right now right because we've got Marvel we've got there, time, yeah. you know all that sort of thing so it fits well and well there <laughs> But speaking of you, um, sort of talking about sort of like point of view or sort of like that. Uh, obviously, Planescape known for that, and now with the sort of uh, the Monster Manual version of that, mm. Mort's Planar Parade. So obviously, Mort, we've talked about it, I think very yeah. briefly, uh, is a character from Planescape who yeah. there was an audio book or an audio drama that you yeah. sent me that I listened to, and I was like, oh, and it just a nice primer
1: of the plane, the guide to the Outlands, which is which yeah. if yeah. you see on late soon to come out the DM's Travel oh, yeah, book, we talk about it there, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, they did the guide to the Outlands. It's worth getting. You can if you go on uh, DMs Guild and you buy it now, the primer, the player's primer of the Outlands or something like that, and it's got a picture of more the skull face on it. It comes with the audio for it, or you can find it on you can find it on YouTube. YouTube? I
0: think it is on YouTube. I'll put links to it on from Drive Through RPG, obviously, and thing. But yeah, so that was quite cool because what what was nice about it was that it was interviews of people from those planes, and it was almost like it felt very much like. Um, where I can't remember what they're called now, but the uh, not, they're not called the timekeepers, but in Loki, the people that are tracking the anomalies and stuff like that. Oh, it yeah. felt like very records from that and like hearing people and then mm. them dying in various ways, or hearing stuff about the planes and stuff like that mm. was always, yeah, because it was agents going out to find people to talk to people. And they were like, this person didn't return. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I wonder why. So I'm actually quite excited because I've talked about it before. Sometimes I'm not a big fan of point of view books uh just so, because yeah. sometimes it feels very very much like it can be a little bit of its own uh arse i think sometimes but then again when we read dragon heist and it had that primer at the back from volo doing sort of like welcome to Waterdeep, i yeah. actually quite really like that because it felt very friendly felt very lost planet guide sort of thing so this is going to be slightly different because it's about uh, you know the beastries could be all the different creatures mm. that we can meet in in situ or in the outlands and um so i'm actually looking forward to having to see how they put that across because uh, there's a little like again there's a little not teaser but there's an example one on one of the uh, sites I saw. I was it? like Oh, oh. Um, oh yes. Yeah, so D D Beyond and so what is Planescape Adventures? Let uh, I me mean, shall I send it to you quickly? That might help. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh. Uh, yeah, it's got more. They're talking. What do digital dice frames and backgrounds have in covered? You can get them as a pre-order perks. Psst. I think they're really spiffy, but nobody <laughs> ever asked what they're talking flying skull things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If they do not have the chant, I will be one of those nerds who gets angry on the internet <laughs> because ah. I will. I even though I don't really care, I do care, and I will probably be one of those. I can't believe they got rid of chant. If they don't, because I've not seen any chant in this yet, but if they don't call people Burks,
0: yes, get the lexicon out. Hopefully, that because that'd be really cool to have.
1: I do hope they have it. Oh my gosh, they don't. I can't see anything in here. It doesn't
0: say it, doesn't say it. But one thing I will say is with that uh, Mort's planar parade, it's just saying DMs looking to level up their campaigns can also find rules for modifying monsters with the power of the planes. So again, maybe more customization rules or help, which maybe doesn't involve the CR rating anymore, which will be quite interesting,
1: I think. Yeah, I really do hope that, you know, there's so much to do with Sigil and the Outlands. There's so much there. So, like, I don't feel like you have to come out the gate with all the planes, but I really. I really hope there's like a a Keys from the Golden Fault sort of style, you know, even yeah. 10, tw- uh, 16 adventures, all one adventure, like starting adventure set in all the planes of existence. Great. I think would be a really great, if that's the way we're going to get it, if that's all we're going to get, I'll take it. Do you know what I mean? I'll take that. But if it could be yeah. a, a full campaign, like another... Yeah, like that would be great. It feels
0: like a full, full-on book rather than say like an extra life thing, perhaps. Yeah. Because I, I agree. That would be really cool to have, like, like one level in. It wouldn't be the abyss to start with, but you know, like Elysium, and then Mercury, and then like then yeah. it would be level seventeen or or whatever. Yeah, exactly. the
1: level twenty-nine health. You know you've we've already got a Vernus, so like, great, we don't need an Advernus one, don't even double down, just don't even give yeah. us one. We've already got our just skip that a Vernus,
0: well. go down to Carceri or something. Go yeah.
1: adventures on the River Styx, or you know, or like, Ooh. um, yeah, exactly. I don't know, something like that. Like, do a lower plains and a higher plains one, or oh, something like that. That'd be quite cool. March, I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the great uh, Modron March, absolutely, because that, that is pretty fun. So, yeah, just to say that Planescape, it, I've looked it up. It is the 17th of October. It's coming yeah. out,
1: uh, like officially, probably in the US, probably later for us. Two days before I've booked my holiday this year. Because oh. I go on the 19th to come back the day before MCM. So that oh. week before you MCM, be... I'll be on the beach reading. I'm going to buy it. I'm literally going to buy it. This is like, as in, because I buy them all digitally. I have them all digitally, get them all digitally. But this is the one this is the one since the player's handbook <laughs> i am gonna wow. buy physically you're gonna buy i have a lot of physical books i just don't have dungeons and dragons and ones
0: i think that's fair like again yeah like, like i'd say if, if you're not so sure about this i would highly recommend checking out any dig- digital maybe like i said maybe there will be like a a primer or a special adventure mm. so checking out there before you know, because again, it is, we're yeah. appreciating the cost of living crisis, especially because these books, they are yeah. going to be much more expensive. I can see, according to this particular blog, will uh, yeah. retail for about $60-ish. Which means it'll be £60. It's going to be £60 for us, us UK folks. So it, I think it's an exciting time. It's, it's interesting, yeah. again, with all these books coming out, like I said, I'm very excited for Big Bees. I think the Shattered Opelits one will be quite interesting as well. Yep. Obviously, people are quite excited for that. And then we've got the one thing I wanted to mention, because we just had a quick look at it before. We came on to record was the Book of Many Things. Mm-hmm. So, this we've talked about it as a player focused guide for new spells, character options, and magic items, all based on the legendary DD artifact known as the Deck of Many Things. It's going to be released in November mm-hmm. and it is coming with a physical set of cards. Now, you may be like, Fiona, you bet I bet you've got plenty of Deck of Many Things and you'd be right. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> this actual illustrated uh, set of cards are designed to represent the Deck of Many Things itself consists of 22 cards from the original Deck of Many Things, as described in the DM's guide, along with 44 new cards. And so I'm like, well, <laughs> damn it, I'm going to have to buy that. But then it talks about the book as well. It's a 192-pages book detailing the history of the Deck of Many Things and advice on how to use it in an existing setting, along with adventure hooks, new monsters, character options, magic items, etc., And along with a card reference guide of 80 pages. That is a lot, right? for an artefact that mm-hmm. we've spoken about on this podcast before and given ideas about it. Like, I think there's only so much we could have brought up with it, but that's that's a, yeah. a, that's a box set
1: worth. Yeah, and 60 is 60 quid again, basically, but I, it looks mm. lovely. I think, I mean, there are people on the internet who have made deck of many things that people can buy. I think it's a really, it's an obvious thing people love. It's such a great campaign breaking, campaign just like, feel the like campaign's languishing just get the Deck of Many Aces out and use Deck of Many Aces, Deck of Many Things, sorry, Deck of Many Aces is <laughs> you're, you're Friends podcast. Uh, <laughs> love Deck of Many Aces, they'll go listen to them, but I think mm-hmm. if you bought three Dragon anti so I'm assuming you're going to buy this as well, you'll yeah, buy any I, shit I, they make I will,
0: I will buy any, pro- I love a good prop, I think like it looks, it comes in a very nice yeah. presentation box, the the art the bits I can see look incredible I am yeah. just, I'm I'm just a bit sh- shocked really that it's an 192 pages like that yeah. that's that's more I think if I get my math right it's, it's all about the it's, same no it's as... ninety
1: six plus ninety six so it's the two books put together.
0: It's, well I was thinking is it it mean it maybe just equal to the whole set of a uh, spelljammer as well. Yeah spelljammer all the books in that were all sixty four pages. Mm. So that's the thing. So like one book of uh, the book of many things is almost equal to in
1: page number as a whole set pages because of the 80 page guidebook as well so it's actually more pages they did more on the frick on one set of cards (laughs) than 16 (laughs) fecking and
0: planescape as well so i
1: mean as the planes and planescape they could have done so
0: um, that's why i sort of brought it up as a little bit curious that they've put in so much effort into that like don't get me wrong i like that sort of thing but it's oh, interesting. You could you could play whole campaigns without that. Whereas, many I would say it's more likely you go. Let's go to a different to plane. Let's go yeah. to let's go to space. You know. So I just thought I'd brought that bring up to something interesting. But yes, I, I'm sure I will get a set of them, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, especially because I think maybe it's because they've uh, they've expanded it to have these like to have 66 cards in total, which I find bonkers and also I'm a bit like I don't know I, I don't know about yourself because when we talked about like what other cards we'll be we introduced to I think we only introduced like a couple of other ones that you're know, customizable, which is great. But I think 30 cards would be fine, right? Or or even getting up to maybe a full playing card back so that yeah. you can all use playing cards instead. But sixty six cards is a unless that's the same I don't know if that's the same amount as like a tarot deck. Actually, that might explain why.
1: I don't know what I don't know. I don't know a tarot, deck. tarot
0: cards are oh, 70, 78, so it doesn't even make that
1: number. <laughs> it just makes not it's 22, it's just double, double, doesn't it? it? Makes 66, yeah. which is
0: yeah, I think yes, because <laughs> I guess the original 22 was supposed to use the major arcana from the tarot card deck, etc. But yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, so it's just an interesting choice, I guess. I don't know, like I, I'm more for like less is more, but maybe yep. they they maybe they thought of different mechanics. Maybe it's more mm. roleplay-esque, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe it more prompts to be like, to the players, like, oh, what's the most precious thing to you? Okay, yeah. you you don't have it anymore. Or you have too many of it or something like that. Uh, or you have too many. <laughs> or too many. Too it's many. not precious anymore. Everyone has one.
1: <laughs> I am actually more excited than I than I probably should be. I don't you know not if that's the right oh. wording, but like, as in... I think that sounds really exciting and I'm I'm shocked that they've made so much of, of a very simple thing. And it could be, it sounds like the kind of book we keep asking for, which is here is a lot of stuff. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? To add to, just take and add to your campaign where wherever you are, wherein you are, because mm-hmm. I think th- that's really useful because as much as adventures are, this isn't, this is adventure hooks and it's magic items. It's just lots of, it's like a good like, Menagerie of things. Without mm. it being like a rules menagerie we've had and we've had adventure menageries, we haven't had a really like since the DM's guide of here's a dump load of stuff for you to just muck around with. And yeah, that's
0: magic magic item related. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, thank you so much, Hamilton, for uh, having a quick sort of like reaction oh, to, pleasure. I guess you just, well, mm-hmm. more more stuff we're going to buy. <laughs> yeah,
1: more stuff. I uh, Yeah. Money that's going to go down drains, but good drains. Well, down drains,
0: but also stuff. I definitely think both of these things we would both use in different campaigns in different ways. So
1: personally, Fiona, like with the Planescape thing, You can, all of you out there can just go and play Planescape right now. And you don't need the 5e book to do it. And I don't need the 5e book. They are getting me with the nostalgia hit that I'm going to buy it, but to be, Mm. and to see what they change and if to have updated imagery of it. But, I recommend everyone out there to listen to our podcast we've done already, if you haven't watched it, but also if you are interested in it, like go, go get, there's a sale on, oh, there's a sale on a DMs Guild right now. It's July and Christmas is in July. You get everything 25% off. If you are interested, getting any of those books or any of those planar compendiums like the Planes of Chaos or whichever one you find interesting is worth the money, I think.
0: I know you've talked about Boas already, but yeah. It, it, yeah, for where can we find you on the internet? Or What's coming up for you, my friend? Where can you find me on the internet?
1: Well, well, uh, if you like um, pirates, uh, if you like yeah. uh, pirates, but with a bit of a Morkborg twist, I will be playing on August the 3rd. I don't know if this is going to be out before then, probably. Yeah. 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 August the 3rd and 10th. I had to add seven to that quickly. I will be uh, playing in a game of Pirate Borg with uh, the wonderful and fabulous Tay Van Beyond, And Maddie Searle is our DM. Uh, oh, Maddie- fab yeah so i've not uh, i've not met maddie before but i've i've seen things with with uh, them in in and about things because they do uh, realms uh, they're a part of the realms, realms Parallel
0: glory Parallel
1: yep. glory um and who else is on it with me is we've got uh, beth from we fix space junk, junk. podcast yep. yeah yep yep yeah we've also got Laura from the Realms of Parallel and Glory as well that was the other person oh, sorry yes, yes yes, so yeah you've got, got a lot of Realms folks going on but there' a lot of Realms folks in they're there very lovely but yeah. a couple of non. there's you know me and We Fix Space Young people and Blackwell Bastards hey, so obviously that's kind of exciting I'm looking forward to that I played Bo- Pirate Borg and never completed that uh, with Taylor before and so uh, if it's anything like what well, last time we played it it was a load of fun I really it was one of the, some of the, funny, the funnest games I've ever played and actually I'm kind of happy that they've stayed at home because they were just (laughs) crazy Uh, but I've had a lot of fun playing it I'm looking forward to it if anyone's played Monkey Island I've themed my character off LeChuck because I read the book and there's a character in it called Lord Hamilton (laughs) and I was like well I can't not play Lord Hamilton (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's who I was born to play that's me (laughs) yeah but I've sort of changed up their story so that instead of being this lord of Jamaica that they were they were sort of like forced out Out of England sent to Jamaica as like penance and they actually hate the British and their sort of imperial ways so they've sort of stolen all the money from that the British gave them, taken that all away, given the city back to its people and sort of just farted off with the money (laughs) and the biggest ship he could find to go and sink all the British ships and stop them from taking over the pirate isles. Um, But because of that has become cursed with anger, possessed by some sort of demon. (laughs) <laughs> through the anger like the anger as is, you do as you do so i'm a so i'm a demon lord pirate hamilton <laughs> and i can just be my name it's gonna be you so just easy be you. it's easy like, yeah you easy. have to be me but uh demonified up so i'm looking forward to that so yeah there we go what about you when where what why how who something <laughs> something something where <laughs>
0: Uh, who am I Uh, my name is Fiona Uh, what am I Uh, I am a podcaster voiceover person and lots of improv in between where am I so physically I am in a childhood bedroom uh, for now when am I I'm recording this on a Tuesday it's going to come out tomorrow so it's going to be quickly on the edit tomorrow edit 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 edit. you've got to do the fingers Um, but uh, where I'm so glad you asked so I am uh, the host of what am I rolling which is a twice monthly RPG workshop podcast where we do lots of different RPG systems and sometimes interviews with game designers uh, recently we've got die the rpg that's coming out very very slowly mm-hmm. um, i my, my mother said she's going to stop listening to it because she finds it too grim and i was like yep that, it's fair." <laughs> uh, <laughs> um so, but there's lots of content warnings on that but it's one of my favorite uh, ones i've run uh, strictly speaking as somebody who was technically gms in it are also players um, it's definitely something I would definitely uh, read. do a read through briefly. It is quite a big uh, book so maybe I'll find a quick start and, and go through it for too long, didn't read tabletop RPG streams. Um, other than that, We've got a few more bits and pieces coming out. We've got Flabbergasted, which, funnily enough, uh, Realms of Parallel and Glory, Zach, the sort of GM for that, ran that for, for me and a couple of the Realms folks, which was really, really fun. Very, think of like a, a nineteen twenty sort of European sort of like a mm. Jeeves of Worcester type sort of game. It was very, very fun, very, very much chaotic ensued, but it was very positive and lovely. Uh, we'll still have Shiver. It's, it's in the works to be edited. Ooh, and yeah. back so out. I'm looking spot, forward I, to that one. Yeah, it was great. Fun. And that was with our friends at Doma, Deck of Many Aces, as oh, well. Yes. So- yes so it's it's i'm slowly going through the backlog of stuff but i'm also thinking of doing some of those live streams there's some solo rpgs i've been in talk with with the people from uh shiver actually the parable games they've got a new, got a new game that's just been, yeah yes um called don't play this rpg uh, which is a solo rpg inspired by foul footage and i've been like that's really cool can i get a yeah, demo cool. so i can i can do something with that so yes hopefully we'll get with those folks and yeah, I'm just living my life. I'm unfortunately not going up to Edinburgh Fringe this year, but if uh, people are, I highly recommend going to see uh, Improbotics, which is my improv team. Are uh, you going? I'm you not going. going. Oh. No, I'm not going. I'd recommend it because it's, it's improv with AI. I don't know I appreciate some people who are a bit iffy about AI at the moment, but they've been doing it since 2017, and it is about using AI as improvisers and how silly mm-hmm. and wacky it can be uh, through the gift of improv. So I'd highly recommend checking those folks out as well. And Ooh. that's kind of it for me as well. I've got a few other things on the back burner, but I don't know if mm. they're going to happen. So I'm just going to be like super quiet about it
1: <laughs> until it. Yeah, happens, so. I'm exactly in the same in the we're same both, place. We're
0: both super busy. But the final thing I'll quickly mention is that we do have a Discord. We're doing yes. lots of stuff in the Discord. It's been very lovely. Um, we've been talking about doing more uh, secret film club, which is so secret that we tell you about it every time. We've also uh, we've got a few other bits and pieces. We might be bringing back a couple of things that we've done and maybe doing some live recordings or live sh- uh, viewings of our uh, stuff. We've got maybe a choose your own adventure plan for DM's book club. So it's all pretty pretty exciting, really. Interesting.
1: Interesting. I'm sure that was that's so interesting what you were saying. <laughs> I think we're done now. <laughs> I think we're done. I found the notification again now. It's, Join the flip join side,
0: join on the join flip side, the flip side, the side Nokia, which is the Samsung thing. thing. Oh, Samsung, sorry, Samsung.
1: Yes. Yeah, so they've got this new, so they are our sponsors.
0: <laughs> I did not claim this, but yeah, so apparently there's a marketing uh thing where uh Samsung is like join us on the flip side for their new flip.
1: But, and because I freaking um, what's his name, uh, quote tweeted it, I now get tweets like every oh. day going. At the Dragon DM, when you can't look away as the Samsung Unpacked live stream draws near on July twenty-six at eight o'clock.
0: Oh, you idiot! <laughs>
1: so I'm now getting these fucking adverts all the freaking time. So I think anyway. we're not
0: we're not joining the flip side anytime soon.
1: Then I'm off. gonna try and cancel the fucking flips. Anyway, <laughs> no, That's it's so fine funny.
0: what, With that, though, With
1: <laughs> what that, all though. we've got is <laughs> to say. We will see you. See you on on the. Flip side. Flip side. I was trying to do the you do one, I do one, but oh, you just okay. well, we you were just doing it, the mirror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was doing So like. So why don't we see you on the flip
0: side? Yeah. yeah. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>